Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for... What the heck is it, man? Is it the 16th or the 17th? Anyway, this is the broadcast for June 17th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Time flies when you're having fun, huh? This is indeed our one of two in the goal always, to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. We've got our buddy Eldon Stahl with me. He is the regional director for the John Birch Society. And uh, he's a stand-up gentleman that's been fighting for liberty for quite some time. And he, he joins me once a month on the radio. He's a field coordinator is what his actual title is. I call him a national or regional director, but it's a field coordinator. Uh, and he does a great job for the JBS. You know, the John Birch Society has been fighting for liberty longer than anybody that I know, really, in modern times. They do a phenomenal job. They've got the, um, a bunch of things to help people. The New American Magazine makes a tremendous, tremendous difference with incredible articles, etc. cetera. Uh, they've got JBS TV doing a phenomenal job now. They've got talk show hosts like me and Alex Newman and many others uh, that are carrying the ball uh, to promote um, the John Birch Society. They've got field directors for you to join. They've got meetings uh, that help you understand and get caught up and have friends in the liberty movement, if you will. I mean, what they do is absolutely impressive, uh, to say the least. Uh, And so I really would like to thank the JBS for their long time stand for liberty. You know, back when uh, the communism threat was great in the 60s, the JBS warned about this, and everybody mocked and laughed and jeered, and there was an absolute takeout slaughter campaign that tried to destroy the JBS. But they were faithful and steady, and they won the war, if you will. They're continuing to this very day, standing up for the sacred cause of liberty. Uh, And so it's a delight to welcome my dear brother in liberty, Eldon Stahl, to the roundtable. Welcome back to the broadcast, sir. Oh, thank you so much, Sam, and thank you for those kind words. Yeah, I, um, we just I just saw a new article from, uh, uh, well, the Nation magazine of all uh, all things. It's kind of a left leaning, <laughs> uh, but they said it said the uh, the John Birch Society won the long game. Uh, so that was that was nice to be recognized, even by some people that are kind of pushing uh, uh, socialism, Marxism, and all that. <laughs> Well, there's no doubt they have won the long game, and uh, justifiably so. We're certainly grateful for uh, their leadership and all that they do. Well, there's a lot of hacking going on in the industry. We need to talk about Eldon as well. According to Reuters News Service, the United States and a bunch of government agencies got caught up in a global hacking scandal over the last two or three days. That's number one. Uh, They're all around the Internet and the news telling everybody, don't worry, they caught it, they stopped it, it's all good. You can never trust your government when they say these kind of things. We know they got caught, pardon the phrase, with their pants down on this one. 
We know that it's not good. We know that they're going to minimize the impact and lie about the truth regarding how bad it was or how severe. You know they're never going to level with us, partly for national security reasons, but partly for uh, safe face reasons uh, as well. Did you see that massive global hack that hit the United States? Uh, well, maybe I missed it. I don't know. Um, uh, I should be more up on, on that, I guess. Um, but I know, I know there's been lots of, uh, attempts over the years and, uh, it, you know, it, it's something we, we do need to be conscious of certainly that, uh, it's, you know, we talk about, for example, election integrity. Well, if we're putting all these things on computers, um, computers can uh, multiply good results, but they can also multiply bad results. And, um, you know, criminals can use computers to multiply the crime they do. You're right about that. It's something that's very serious indeed, in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen. When the United States gets hacked with all the modern digital uh, data they have on every one of us as citizens, and this is the main reason the government shouldn't have data on all of us. They shouldn't have dossiers on We the People, but they do via a variety of databases. This just proves why they ought not have that. Now, there's an anonymous group as well. Uh, it's nicknamed R. They call it Revel, but it's R Evil. R E V I L. Revel, or R Evil. And they are a group that claims that they are going to take down the European banking system within 48 hours. I think this came out on Thursday, so we'll see if it happens over the weekend. Uh, but this Our Evil group uh, says, look, they're taking no prisoners. They're serious. This is not a threat. This is merely uh, they're informing us. And I find it very, um, I don't know what you want to say. It's almost scary uh, of what they're doing uh, with this one. Yeah. It's uh, uh, out of control, and uh, I don't know if it's real or not. But it is being reported in major news services. We reported it. I personally believe it's not real. And I'll tell you why, Eldon, and then I want you to kind of go off on this a little bit. Um, I don't believe it's real mm-hmm. because if they're really that dead serious, and if they're not giving a warning, and if there's no way to turn that around, why even mention it at all? Why not just pull the plug? The panic would be greater if there was no heads up. They pulled the plug. And the chance of recovery or prevention would be lessened. In other words, the element of surprise would be in their favor. To announce it in advance tells me that it's probably fake. When you announce it but say there's no way out of it, there's no way to stop it, it sounds more like rhetoric than reality. Your thoughts? Yeah, it may be the case. Um, you know, some although sometimes, you know, criminals, they, they, they want to just kind of announce that, hey, we're in control here and uh, there's nothing you can do about it and, uh, you know, to try to kind of demoralize people in that uh sense so um kind of hard to figure out what's what's going on with uh with that for sure uh um, hopefully they will not uh, this will not be something where they actually pull the plug on uh you know banking or what have you although of course we've had a lot of uh, a lot of discussions about how um you know the different forces have tried to take over the money in the banking system to our detriment and to their gain over the years as well. Um, perhaps there might be a silver lining in all of this, and we would we, say, well, hey, maybe maybe this centralized banking uh, isn't such a great thing, and we need to decentralize it a bit and uh, 
um, also decentralize the uh, you know the use of currency and, and things of that nature. But uh, I think you're exactly right on this, and you know they want you to believe this is the end of the world, and I think the end of the world is not somebody taking down the banking system. The end of the world is the government uh, mandating that we need to be on it in the first place, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now, these hackers basically say they'll take it yeah. down in 48 hours. There's nothing that can save you. The Russian activist groups that they claim are doing this, one of them is and then the other one is this uh, R-Evil that I told you. KillNet Anonymous and R-Evil are the ones doing this, they claim. But, see, I don't even know that we can trust that it's the Russians. We're in a war with Russia and the Ukraine. We're kind of taking Ukraine's side in this thing, which we ought not be doing either. Uh, and I look at that whole thing and I kind of go, wow, I don't even know that we can count on who they claim is doing it. So I don't know if it'll happen or not. And I don't know if we can claim um, really who's responsible, if it is happening at all, for that matter. So is it rhetoric? Is it reality? And who's doing it? But my response to our government would be, why don't you return to constitutional currency like the founding fathers uh, mandated via the supreme law of our land? And then we wouldn't even be debating this, would we, Eldon? Right. That's a very good point. Uh, there's so many things where uh, it, things get a little muddled, but when you look back on the principles to, and, uh, and and even the words of the Constitution, you realize that, yeah, the the reason that we're in this mess is because we've disregarded the um, the, the great gift that uh, God gave us through the uh, Founding Fathers with the Constitution. Uh, it's just a, it, you know, we we do that to our to our detriment, and uh, a lot of that boils down to we've got to get our kids out of the government schools. They're just not going to get the education they need um, regarding the Constitution and so many other things uh, generally by going to the government school. Well, the good news on this, Eldon, is that we are able to use these examples to point out the solutions. You know, it's one thing to be um, – yeah. Way dependent on government. It's another thing for the American people not to know the truth. But the best part is when we can articulate the truth, advocate for solutions, promote proper role of limited constitutional government, then the more they claim we're anti-government, the more we can prove that it isn't so. Look, I support the constitutional currency. Mm -hmm. So who's anti-government if I support the constitutional currency of gold and silver? In other words, I support the supreme law of our proper role of government, land, government, um, I support their guidance. They're the ones that are taking us away from that. Who's anti-government then? See, and the American people can start to see that truth, Eldon. Yeah, the anti-government, uh, it's often used as a slur, something to try to confuse people as to you know what you're for or against. Uh, and so many people that are you know, labeled anti-government nowadays are just people that you know, don't just happen to believe that, hey, maybe government shouldn't be the be-all, the end-all, the know-all, the do-all, the uh, all-powerful, all-knowing uh, thing in the world. And not only maybe they should not be, it's against the law for them to be the be-all, the end-all. It is against the law. That's why we stand with the supreme law, the Constitution, and the proper constitutional government. Right, Eldon Saul. John Burt Society and Sam back on your radio. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Eldon Stahl, JBS.org, TheNewAmerican.com. They always do a phenomenal job over there, yes. Eldon carrying the ball nicely for them. There's a report. They call it the uh, Hal, um, Halverman Report on Voting Machine voter Vulnerability, ladies and gentlemen. So the Howard report on voting machine vulnerability finally released, ladies and gentlemen. They tried to hold it off and not release it in Georgia for the past three years. But you know what? It's finally released, and it validates everything that Mike Lindell has been say, saying. His warnings and everything else, uh, Brandon House and Mike Lindell over at frankspeech.com doing a good job breaking that down. The mainstream press not talking about it because they know that it gets egg all over their face, egg all over government bureaucrats' face. They lied, deceived, and pretended there was no threat whatsoever with the voting machines, and that's been exposed with this report, doubling down on the point that Donald Trump's been making, Mike Lindell's been making, Carrie Lake has been making, we here at Liberty Roundtable Live have been making, the John Birch Society has been making, Eldon, this is absolute proof in the pudding. Um, they're not going to be able to avoid the truth on this one, buddy. Well, that's encouraging news. It's certainly uh, something that we need to just really be persistent on because there is such a, a determined uh, push for the the people in government to just parrot the official party line of, well, there's nothing to see here. Um, the concerns about these 
voting machines are you know unfounded but such and such um, we know I mean anybody that's used a computer for example knows that hey sometimes you your computer crashes and you lose all your stuff and <laughs> you know there's so many examples of, of how computers can do so much good but they can also um, they can also be undermined Sometimes they can uh, you know, not only be undermined, use. but they can be undermined, and the ignorance of those who pretend they can't—either ignorance or um, unwillingness to admit by those uh, who might do the system harm—you know, you've got a duplicity here: those who would do the harm, and then those who will not even acknowledge that the harm can or is being done. And so, I see two camps as our problem: those who are doing this, nefariously taking advantage of the situation. But then also those who are in denial about it. They're literally election deniers. But they've managed to work Smith around. If you want to challenge the election, you're the election denier, right? And this is the perfect example of projection, Eldon. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And, uh, it, you know, another thing that adds to the difficulty of it is just the fact that from a practical standpoint, the average person cannot look into whether or not uh, something like a um, voting machine, a computer, is doing something honestly or not. They need technical know-how and skills to be able to do that. Well, that reduces the number of people that can really get a, uh, a meaningful audit on the election process and the machines down to a select few. So the result of that is you have an oligarchy essentially um with with something that's just hey you marked something on a piece of paper anybody can read that and see that's right the solution is paper ballots the solution is same day voting the solution is uh verify the count and hand counted ballots same day uh video recording of that and then um you know, verifying the votes by the under the penalty of perjury, do you sign and commit to the numbers at the precinct level, ladies and gentlemen? And that way, if there's a problem in any precinct, it's easy to go back to the smallest um, division, if you will, the least centralized, if you will, and deal with that. And if it's in the um, local municipality or the precinct, uh, then you've got individuals that know each other, you've got video, you've got... Um, verifying the vote on the penalty of perjury multiple people verifying this you've got vote counters you've got vote watchers this could be done very easily ladies and gentlemen you could have the custody of the ballots um, be guaranteed that way whereas right now there's no appropriate custody of ballots all these things are problematic and the solutions are very clear and very simple we even wrote up a constitutional sheriffs and peace officers association one page 10 point return to vote integrity solutions uh, paper, kind of a white paper. I wrote this uh, regarding this that makes these points, Eldon. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I think there's there's really a need for that. Uh, it, there's a, the average person. It seems like they don't quite have a grasp for what makes for an honest election, and you know, just we need to demand certain standards that would be adhered to so that we know that an election is 
a, an accurate representation of the will of the people rather than something that is, um, I guess, something else, which, of course, would be tyranny, <laughs> just a, a facade of, of which many countries in the world do. They, they say, well, we're a democratic country, we have elections, but, of course, we know that their elections are a total sham, and it's just, um, it, it's just an exercise in uh, trying to put on a show as if their um, the government is representation of the will of the people. We don't want to go down, we, you know, we don't want to go that route, do we? Well, it's turning us into a Weimar Republic. We're turning into a situation where we're like, we're like third world status where you can't count on or trust the elections. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why the CSPOA, yeah. the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, created this document that I'm telling you. I'm calling it a CSPOA integrity, or I'm sorry, a CSPOA election integrity white paper is what I'm calling it. Uh, and that uh, we've got finished. We'll have that out soon. But if you also go to the CSPOA.org website, we have a video that's about 10 minutes long uh, that is a, an election integrity video uh, on our website. And that video we put together when we had our press conference on election integrity and that we are encouraging all sheriffs around the country to look into election fraud. Uh, that video is up and it documents it. It articulates the history of election issues in America and problems and shows that this is not a modern new phenomenon. This is a reality check historically that's done nothing but uh, really gotten worse over time. The ability to cheat and manipulate elections has always happened. But it's now easier and easier, more pervasive, more ubiquitous, and higher, harder to document, harder to, to verify or prove that it's happening than it used to be. But it is going on, and it's nothing new in America. Mm. So that um, video documents that up on CSPOA.org. Uh, in addition, then it starts to provide some of the solutions that we talked about. Um, but really, it's very simple. Same-day voting, paper ballots, vote watchers, vote counters by hand with paper ballots. Um, the custody of the ballots would be insured because there's no, we got to wait days and days and days. If everybody votes same day, then it's very clear. You've only got a small contingent of people who requested an absentee ballot for legitimate, limited reasons. Those are easy to verify and count as well. If you asked for one and you got okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the video. Is that same day? So, anyway, there's a lot going on with that that I find important. Uh, can you hear me, Eldon? Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that video. It's the uh, one thing that I might add is that I was just reading the other day about uh, LBJ, how he stole his Senate election in 1948, I believe it was, and uh, they actually had people there observing the vote counting, but the deputy sheriff, I believe it was, in Texas, he said, no, you sit way over on the other side of the classroom while I count these. And of course, yeah, okay, there was somebody there, but there was no way for him to actually verify when he said this is a vote for Lyndon B. Johnson that it actually was because he was, you know. Yeah, we joke about that and say that you're not allowed to vote watch. You're about to vote vision in that case, right? Yeah, yeah, the, you just have to trust them that, and then he he approached the desk and said, you know, hey, can I actually verify this? And, he, and the, the guy got, the sheriff guy got mad and said, no, you sit way over there. Well, 
okay, so you have a vote watcher, but they really can't do anything or, or observe anything. <laughs> you know, what good is that? It's just a well, show. Well, and that's why, right? that's, why, that's why we need video so that even if you don't see it, you can go back and review it. But we need vote watchers and vote counters that are all under the penalty of perjury if they're going to sit in those positions. Eldon Stahl, Sam Bushman on your radio. A child shall lead them. Coming up next on the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Ryan Daniels. A scorching heat wave is set to impact the southeast this weekend. The National Weather Service says record-breaking heat index temperatures are possible from Texas to Florida over the Juneteenth holiday. They warn the feels-like temperature factoring in humidity could reach 115 degrees in cities like Dallas and Houston. I'm Dave Collins. Cleanup is underway in Perryton, Texas, after a devastating tornado killed three people Thursday. The Texas Panhandle town of about 8,000 has seen extensive damage. 114 people were injured. Bad weather causing thousands of flight delays during the holiday weekend. So far on Friday, FlightAware reported over 7,500 flight delays and over 1,300 cancellations across the country. Part of the United States will see Canadian wildfire smoke make a comeback this weekend. New York predicted to have some haze, and while there won't be orange smog again, there may be a smoky smell. Some of the upper Midwest is already experiencing a drop in air quality. President Biden had an odd ending to his speech Friday on gun safety. All right, God save the queen, man. That was after wrapping up comments on his administration's efforts to combat gun violence. Conservative activists are pouncing on the statement, claiming it's an example of Americans' concern over his age. The Justice Department is filing for a protective order to stop former President Trump from releasing classified documents. The order will be reviewed by a judge and would allow Trump to only review the 31 documents only while with his attorneys. Union UPS drivers have authorized a nationwide strike. The International Brotherhood of Teamsters and UPS officials say it could start by August 1st unless a deal is reached. This is USA News. Attention timeshare owners. Tired of the financial stress? Were you misled by the salesperson? Don't or can't use your timeshare anymore? If any of these apply to you, then you may qualify for timeshare cancellation and get the relief you need now. Timeshare Defense Attorneys is the number one affordable fixed fee legal solution in the country with an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. That's certainly better than my grades. They even offer a 100% client satisfaction guarantee. Let one of their experienced lawyers evaluate your case and explain the problem. If they take you as a client, they'll work on your case until it's resolved in your favor. Guaranteed. Expect great service and a close working relationship with your lawyer, keeping you informed every step of the way. Protecting your rights, interests, and even your credit. It's that simple. Even a kid like me can understand it. The consultation is free. Call today. 800-875-1853. 800-875-1853. That's 800-875-1853. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Eldon Stahl on your radio. Hope you're all absolutely doing fantastic this beautiful Saturday morning. All right, I got a, I've got so many stories and information topics that it's just overwhelming. But, you know, we reported about these high school students in the United States. They're teenage boys, Eldon. And what happened is they put up tampon dispensers in the boys' bathrooms. This transgender, woke, whacked-out ism is on steroids. And so they put up these tampon dispensers in the boys' bathroom. The teenage boys just couldn't take it. They just couldn't deal with it. And so they engaged in a, um, a modern-day Boston Tea Party, if you will. And they yanked these tampon dispensers <laughs> off the wall and threw them in the toilet. Did you hear about this? Uh, yes, I actually did. <laughs> anyway, I find it good news. Um, I'm not yeah. for, uh, you know, destroying any property, but I am kind of for the civil disobedience portion of this, saying, look, this is just unacceptable. How dare you? Uh, you're going against science. You're going against God's law. If parents won't stand up, but if the faculty won't stand up and stop this, at least the students are and will. Well, that's one story that I've got to applaud for those reasons. And again, I'm not for the destruction of property, but I do want to highlight that at what point, how do you push back if your, you know, parents aren't doing anything, if your faculty and your school's not doing anything, if your community's not doing anything, and you're a teenager, what else do you do if you're sick of it and you can't take it anymore? Well, the good news is now in Canada, dozens of Ottawa high school students They staged walkouts of their government school to protest the gender ideology um, that's going on there. EpochTimes.com with this one. But another example of people pushing back saying, this has got to stop. We don't like it. We don't want it. Quit shoving this down our throats. And I'm not for, again, violence. And I'm not for the destruction of private property. But I am for saying there's got to be a next level to this. When they force this down our throats, we've got to go to the next level to some degree, Eldon. What do you say? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent. Um, uh, you know, you probably know me. I, I would say, hey, uh, people are got their attention enough to walk out of the uh, public schools. Maybe they should walk out and just keep walking. But uh, at least something at least got their attention. And I said, okay, let's. Let's do something about this. Um, and, it, yeah, it's kind of like the Boston Tea Party with the tampons thing. It's just uh, it, there comes a point where there's got to be some sort of, um, I guess you would say, mild resistance. And um, it, it's uh, it, somebody's got to at least look at it and say, you know what, um, Maybe maybe we feel that tampons should be in the boys' bathroom, whatever, but we can't afford it because they keep getting destroyed or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's such a waste. So, uh, well, in my response to this, though, people... where are the parents, though? Why are the students having to walk out? The parents should be taking responsibility. Uh, the problem is they go to, and this is an example of the escalation I'm talking about. They can say we're escalating this, but I don't agree. When you as a parent go down to your school board meeting and say, listen, I don't want Johnny to have to deal with tampons in his bathroom. That's not what we're doing here in school. That's not the proper role of school. You're taking a license to indoctrinate my children, uh, to glean or groom my children, uh, to change the beliefs of my children. We're not doing that. Well, when the parents do that, the FBI gets involved, right? The cops get involved, get arrested. 
So they're the ones upping the ante, not us. And let's set the record straight right here and right now. Now, I agree that we need to just keep walking. If all the parents were wise and just said, fine, you can put tampons up in the boys' bathroom, my kids won't go here anymore. If every parent said that, the government schools would be shut down and would have nothing to talk about either, Eldon. Right. Right. And uh, you're right. Uh, the parents and uh, others have culpability here. There's, uh, they're playing along. It's, it's uh, very much like the emperor has new clothes story where you need people that are young and not unwilling to have uh, be embarrassed or to be mocked uh, to stand up boldly for the truth and not put up with nonsense like you know like in the story the emperor just going around naked uh, that's that's basically what's going on here an absurd situation that anybody can see is absurd, but so few are willing to stand up and call it out. The good news, so my we friend, need, we need is people that with more and courage. more are willing to stand up and are willing to have moral courage. But again, they're not in the right venues oftentimes. Let me give you this example. Jim Jordan, Kevin McCarthy, they claim that they're you know the new Congress, Republicans, they're gonna get things done. They're going to create accountability. So Jim Jordan and others say, hey, we're going to subpoena uh, this document regarding the criminal activity uh, by Joe Biden and Hunter Biden uh, engaging with foreign governments in a pay-to-play scheme. Um, Look, that's treasonous behavior, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, let's be clear. It's an insurrection. It's treasonous. Any word you want to use fits. However... Uh, Jim Jordan and those guys said they're going to subpoena it. And then what the government did was ignore the subpoena. Well, they didn't ignore the subpoena. Let me Mm -hmm. back up. What they did was they they demanded that they get the document. They said, we'll subpoena if we don't get it. They ignored that. The deadline passed. Then eventually what they said was, we'll let you come and view it in a government-controlled environment on a government computer. You can view this document. Well, the Republicans caved and said, okay, now that we saw it, we know it's true, but we're not going to subpoena it. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what's wrong. They got a redacted version that they got to view through government's computers. How much did they not see is the question. How much, okay, this is not acceptable to me, but they caved. Same thing happened with the J6 uh, video that we were promised, the 40,000 hours of video. Okay, what happened was... They said they were going to release it. They let Tucker go view part of it on government computers, but he wasn't able to take it, view it all, control it, dissect it, or do anything like that. And then Tucker caved, and now it's a non-issue. They're not delivering like they promised at all, Eldon. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of uh, when, uh, well, we went to the state capitol in South Dakota with my my sister-in-law, and she was from... Germany, and I thought, well, she'd be impressed by all the architecture and all that. Then, but then finally, she said, "Oh yeah, the thing that impressed me most is that you know we could just go in. In my country, if you're not part of the government, you can't go in the building." And so you see this over and over, uh, where you have this kind of shadow government saying, "Well, yeah, you can look at these government documents, but only our terms." You have to come down on our playing field. We, we don't want to be on yours. So the, 
the the creature is trying to become greater than the creator. The, the Amen God, Congress to that. created the CIA. Yeah. Or the Well, FBI. and the Congress created, you know, any of these entities, for example, whatever entity is dealing with these, um, you know, classified documents now, the Justice Department or whoever, and Congress literally, literally melting down. Now, then the next step happened. The White House would not turn over appropriate information. The White House is engaged in social media censorship, as you know. And when uh, you have um, Hillary Clinton funding a dossier, then you have Barack Obama and Joe Biden running interference. It turns out the federal government and the White House, the executive department, they were guilty of social media manipulation and social media censorship. Now Jim Jordan and Kevin McCarthy and others are claiming they're getting to the bottom of that. So now they're threatening a subpoena to the White House. And they're threatening the White House saying, we're going to subpoena you if you don't turn this over. We're going down the same road of lies, ladies and gentlemen. They will never impeach Joe, will they? The Democrats are throwing people in prison and arresting people. The Republicans, sad to say, don't seem to have any guts at all. And nothing but rhetoric and threats is all we see from them. At the end of the day, they make a big claim, make a big, bold threat, and then they collude with the enemy to what? Undermine the very threat or the very action they supposedly demanded? Eldon, is that how it works? Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, theoretically, he could be impeached in the House. The Republicans have a very slim minority or majority, but the Democrats generally help hold together. They're going to circle their wagons around um, Biden if, if that would happen, if a vote would come to the floor in the House. But in the Senate, you need 67 out of 100 to vote guilty to actually remove Biden or whoever is impeached uh, from, from office during a, a trial in the Senate. So, And that seems more remote even <laughs> of a possibility. All right, quick pause, Eldon Stahl, Sam Bushman. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Fighting for the soul of liberty and true pursuit of happiness for everyone. Freedom Fest 2023 is coming to the home of the blues and birthplace of rock and roll, Memphis, Tennessee, July 12th through 15th. It's the ultimate summit for liberty, educating and empowering through art, music, film, and comedy while promoting economic freedom and highlighting today's political issues. Use promo code ROUND50 to save 50 bucks off the current rate. Reserve your spot at FreedomFest.com. See you in Memphis. My name is Christian Knuckles. I prophesy there will be no revival until the church leadership stops lying to the people. I'm the first soldier of the spiritual body of Christ, the Lion of Judah, the Confederate Church of Christ. I'm here to declare the lion will lie down with the lamb when the lying stops. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries and brought to you by confederatechurchofchrist.com. 
Matthew 24, 24 teaches us that the church is deceived today. Deceived Christians call themselves Judeo-Christians. Around 1900, Jews commissioned the Schofield Reference Bible, which transformed the Jews from Christian killers to the chosen people. Here's the truth. America is in the Bible. Revelation 21. Our form of government came down from heaven. Verse 3. The many Christian ministers at the Constitutional Convention sought God's will. The God-given rights in the Constitution were ordained by God. America is the new promised land for Christian Israel, and Christians are the true chosen people. True Israel is Christian. Listen to Jesus, quote, my sheep follow me, unquote, and, quote, you do not believe because you are not my sheep, unquote. John 10, 25 through 27. The beast has transformed America into the woman mystery Babylon, Revelation chapter 17. For the complete Bible study, write to Christian Knuckles, P.O. Box 210813, Royal Palm Beach, Florida, 33421. Eldon Stahl, ladies and gentlemen, field coordinator for my area, my region of the United States, with me from the John Birch Society, jbs.org, thenewamerican.com for the incredible New American magazine, ladies and gentlemen. They've been fighting for freedom longer than anybody else, and I'm glad to be partnering with them in the sacred cause of liberty. But Eldon Stahl with me, we're talking about so many different topics, it's not even funny. Uh, but Starbucks, I guess a white Starbucks manager got fired. Then they claimed racism. This is strange because this is a white female doing this. She wins $25 million, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I find this interesting because usually it's everybody but the whites that yank out the racism card. But in this case, she claims that they literally were um, firing her and abusing her because she was white. $25 $25 million, says the jury in this case, Eldon Stahl. What do you say to this one? Wow. Well, that is, that is quite a large award to somebody. You would, I don't know. what. Maybe maybe it's not uh, as far as a similar case. But, uh, you know, it, obviously the jury thought there was something to this uh, claim that she was fired um, based upon race which is, uh, you know, a long time been, a, 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 you know, in, in the law that, hey, you know, employers have certain limitations so far as um, reasons they can dismiss somebody from their employment. So, uh, but, you know, Starbucks, uh, you know, you, you might be inclined to think, well, because they're more of a, a woke type of company at this point, um, somebody could be agitated against white people to, to the extent to such a degree that they would say we need to terminate your employment just because you're um uh you're privileged or uh, i don't know <laughs> fill in the blank i guess as far as their arguments sometimes people use yeah that is the point no doubt about it and i, I find that interesting the jury found it compelling enough to award 25 million dollars now do i think they should have awarded 25 million no i don't think that much is is justified i think that's overkill um you know um however i will say this though 
we have got to start to push back. And what we see when Americans stand up, good things happen every single time, Eldon. Um, there's a California lawmaker, a senator in the state of California now that is warning parents. They're saying, look, you need to flee the state of California if you're a parent um, that won't gender affirm. So let's kind of talk terms for a second because it's a very confusing headline. Gender affirming means that you promote the student or the individual believing that whatever gender they are, whatever gender they identify with, will affirm that, will validate that for them. And so what they want is these students that are being indoctrinated by your government schools and, and society to, you know, a, a boy believes he's a girl, a girl believes he's a boy. It, it jettisons all scientific truth and all of God's law. But they want to um, have parents back that play. So Johnny wants to become a female. Then they want the parents to affirm that and support that. Well, parents who stand in the way and won't do that are being abused by the government so much in California now. And the government siding with the student against the parents so much now. And the parents are being considered terrorists and um, whatever you want to call it. To the point where this lawmaker, the senator in California now is saying, you just need to absolutely flee the state if you're not willing to go along with this gender bender uh, indoctrination because you as a parent will be sued. You as a parent will be marginalized. You'll be considered a terrorist. You'll be considered a denier. You'll be, and you will be um, so violated in your parental rights and so violated in your, um, I don't know what you call it, autonomy, parentalship. Uh, as an individual, et cetera, you will be so maligned, so abused, you just need to leave the state and go to a safer venue, a safer jurisdiction, a safer place. And this guy's literally doubling down and saying it's that bad now in California, Eldon. Yeah, and you may, may be right. Um, you know, California has gone to such a degree in their state government toward uh, all kinds of uh, Marxist, uh, cultural Marxist type of stuff that uh, – it, it may be, um, I mean, nothing I, I suppose is uh, totally beyond repair, but there did come a point, for example, in, in biblical times where the so proper solution for the people of Israel was to leave the tyrannical uh, government that Pharaoh had. And, you know, that's that's what, that was the best option at that point. You weren't going to lobby Pharaoh and uh, get him to change his policies, right? <laughs> Um, heard that. So, yeah, California is is so um, so hostile at this point that uh, um, you know probably the most at hand solution uh, in a lot of cases maybe just leaving the state. Um, although certainly there's arguments for uh, you know being engaged in the state and trying to trying to change things because. Uh, you know there are still many good people in California, um, but they're they're being yes there are there's um, a lot of conservative good people persecuted. but they're being shanghaied by this anti-government yeah. system and they're being persecuted literally using uh, the government as the persecution pedestal if you will. Yep, yep, that's right. So it's uh, it's a difficult decision I'm sure for for many people. From what I understand, this uh, this proposed law or maybe it became law is would come into effect when there's a custody dispute and the judge would be forced to uh, not give custody to a parent that is what they call non-gender affirming 
which basically says if your child says, well, yeah, I was born a boy, but now I think I'm a girl, or vice versa, the parent that disagrees with that, the judge would have to say, oh, you can't have custody of that child. Well, that's that's a big leverage. You know, it, it, you're going to have to choose between custody of your child and, uh, you know, basic, uh, not just religious, but just biological beliefs, scientific beliefs about the, you know, male and female. Um, that's that's a, a terribly oppressive type of thing. It's it's like, you know, having the. Are you going to bow down to the the idol that the government built up, or are you going to stand and say, no, this is just ridiculous? And that is the quintessential uh, yeah. discussion. That's why I'm saying that when we the people stand up, good things happen. And so this lawmaker to, you know, generate this warning lets everyone know the truth. This guy's got basically inside information about where things. And he's basically saying, hey, you know what? This is unacceptable. Well, it's getting worse because not only do we have the government schools and your government at all levels and woke corporations attacking we the people on all things fundamental. They're really coming after the Christians. And one of the ways that they've come after Christians, you know, everybody's loving this new AI stuff chat, GPT, all these other, uh, you know, chat services that are supposedly intelligent. Make make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, they're not really intelligent. All they can pull information from is whatever their database or data set is. That's how smart they are, and they're not any smarter than that. Uh, and some believe that they will get smarter than that at some point. Time will tell. But I submit to you that if you yank the data away from these things, they're not smart at all. Okay. In other words, if I have a data set that does not exist, how do they have any intelligence? Where does the intelligence come from? Well, Sam, it can think and generate its own data. Okay, fine. Uh, but if I delete all the source data that it thinks from, right, how is it going to – so if you're intelligent, you kind of understand that at some point there's limitations to this. The creation cannot be greater than the creator. We, the people, created computers, and therefore the computer cannot be greater than us. You got it? Think through that. Under, uh, it's a philosophical reality, if you will. But I digress, except the reason I'm bringing this up now is because AI has gone to a new level. Now they have a new AI program that pretends to be Jesus. So we used to joke and call AI Merlin because it's just like supposedly know everything. But now they really, really believe that this AI program is Jesus. And you've got all kinds of... Um, lost young people that are believing that this AI bot is like Jesus and they're flocking to it because they're so they're so starved for religious reality they're so starved for context of truth they're so lacking for knowledge and truth and understanding of who they are and where they came from and why they're here and where they're going in life they're so starved for christian values and christian principles and a true leader that they're turning to this AI bot for guidance, thinking it's the savior. Eldon? Well, this is a, <laughs> a whole new level of, uh, well, there's a number of things going on. Uh, one, it has been happening for many years, of course, that people are just not familiar enough with um, Jesus <laughs> uh, from the scriptures. 
that uh, they're easily fooled. And, uh, you know, they, but uh, the, the scriptures do tell us about, uh, you know, people that, or I guess in this case, it could be robots uh, that uh, say, well, I'm Christ, or I'm the, I'm the anointed, I'm the, you know, listen to me, I'm a prophet, pay attention to me. Well, um, now, now we're going to say, well, okay, we're going to think that a, a, uh, a human made robot, essentially a computer can replace, uh, you know, the son of God, they're going to, going to fool us into thinking that some, somehow its interpretation of what Christ would say is, is it well? Maybe there would be some uh, applicability there, um, you know. But still, um, that seems to be putting the trust in the arm of the flesh, doesn't it? <laughs> Amen to that. We're talking delusionary to the umph degree, if you will, my fellow Americans. Listen to me very carefully. God created us. Created I them male and female. So God created us. We created these computers, this technology. So we're trying to believe that the creation of the creation can circumvent and or overpower or or replace the creator. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Satan's plan straight up. That's hardcore Satan's plan. Do not be deceived. Do not fall for the lie understand the creation is never greater than the creator much less the creation's creation being greater than the creator don't flock to this stuff it's foolishness ladies and gentlemen stand with the true and the only living god almighty the god of abraham isaac and jacob it all is about christ he is the ultimate king and will return ladies and gentlemen make no mistake about that reality check okay Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. I am Sam Bushman. Eldon Stahl with me, jbs.org, thenewamerican.com, my website, libertyroundtable.com, and lovingliberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Roads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refuses to use. No doubt continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June the 17th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two of two. And always to protect life, liberty, and property to God. God, family, and country. Do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. 
And as you know, ladies and gentlemen, we don't believe in revolution. We want a peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, if they will let us have it. Eldon Stahl, me, regional director, if you will, or field coordinator for the John Birch Society, jbs.org, thenewamerican.com, with me as he is monthly on the radio and sometimes more. Welcome back, my friend. Oh, thank you, Sam. Great to be here. China possibly threatening to attack Taiwan. Headline says Taiwan prepares for war with China. Uh, The problem is Joe Biden is stepping in it, saying he'll pick one side or the other. The United States has always had kind of a one-China policy, ignoring Taiwan in a way. But they've also, in a very political way, backed Taiwan. Well, Joe's saying we will arm and, you know, help Taiwan if this happens. Why are we even in the middle of it at all? Why don't we avoid the foreign entanglement as the founding fathers wisely warned completely? Eldon, this is disaster. Well, it is, and it. This is uh, unfortunately something that has been in the making for many years. Uh, You know, because of the machinations of what we call the deep state today, China was taken over by the communists in the first place, and Chiang Kai-shek and his uh, nationalists were forced into uh, what was called Formosa, which they called Taiwan, Um, because we, well, we denied them um, promised uh, military uh, hardware uh, are forced them forced him to uh, have a a coalition government with the communists. Uh, there's a, a long list of things that we did which basically betrayed China into the hands of the communists. And now we have the the communists wanting to take over everything. They they took over Hong Kong, and now they want Taiwan. And ladies and gentlemen, you can look back in the, when did they take over Taiwan? In the early 2000s, I think it is? Or late 90s? Or I'm sorry, well, when, you when mean they Hong took Kong. over Hong yeah, Kong. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it was and, uh, 1997 you know, gonna... when it was transferred officially. Yeah, but... they, first, they first said we're going to take it over, and they said nothing's really going to change. And now you look at it 25 years later or yeah. whatever, and you go, what do you mean nothing's changed? It's absolutely black and white different. Uh, and so that's the trajectory that the comet are on. They know the long game, don't they? Yeah. You can trust the communists to be communists. You know, if they say, oh, don't worry, nothing. Well, of course, they're they're going to follow the communist playbook. They want complete domination, complete takeover. Uh, so you, you don't want well, to. Well, that's um, coming to America now, too. Yeah. There's folks testifying blatantly that the communists have literally taken over America, too. Well, there's certainly people that uh, are communist-minded in the United States. There have been for many years. Uh, People have denied it, but now it's becoming undeniable that, yes, these people are not only wanting to get power, but they're in power, and they're they're not hiding it much anymore. So uh, that's that's something that... It starts with Joe Biden. Well, uh, yeah, that, that is a good example, actually. Uh, Joe Biden is um, certainly in bed with those that want to do our country harm. And uh, it's, you know, he, he, he wants a, what he calls a new world order. He wants world government. He's been, he was, he and his wife, from what I understand, 
were actually married. They drove all the way down from Connecticut down to um, New York to get married in the chapel at the UN headquarters. Can you believe that? <laughs> so that's what gee, Joe Biden places. did, huh? Yeah, that's what Jill and Joe Biden did back in the seventies. You know, so and important to what get married their at the UN. Allegiances too, right? Yep. Yeah, he's spoken written yeah, many times about their his love for for a new world order. Yep. That's All right, there you have it. Meanwhile, we have problems yeah. on the home front in other elements, ladies and gentlemen. It turns out, new headline says one in five Americans say they've been diagnosed with depression. Says the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. One in five adults in the United States diagnosed with depression. They say one in four females are on psychotropic antidepressant drugs, ladies and gentlemen. They say that teenagers are committing suicide at alarming rates, and more and more and more of them are on psychotropic drugs, as you wouldn't believe. Big Pharma's taking us straight into the Satan's, <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it, playbook. These people lose all their proper inhibitions with these psychotropic drugs. These people are being absolutely dope. They don't need to take us over with a physical war. If they can just get everybody on either one, self-medicated illegal drugs, and or two, big pharma pushed so-called save you from yourself drugs. Rather than the drugs, I think we ought to take a step back. This is Solutions Radio, ladies and gentlemen. I propose we take it back and wonder what elements in our society, from an environmental point of view, and or from a, um, you know, what we're eating and what's in our air and our environment, what are those things making people sick and making people depressed? gender bender chemicals and everything else um we ought to be tracing it back to that not ignoring this that's kind of at the helm for this discussion in my opinion it's it's insane but you've got the drugging of america fully underway while we supposedly fund the war on drugs eldon <laughs> yes that is pretty ironic isn't it um yeah and you boil all this down as why are people being depressed well i, I guess i would say in a nutshell, when we walk away from God, we don't have hope. So we're looking for um, some sort of substitute, drugs, uh, some sort of vice, uh, you know, could be many things, um, philosophies that don't provide any um, real hope or sense of certainty in life and and people are just searching and they're uh you know scripturally you might say they're they're in a, a mist of darkness and they're groping for something solid but there's nothing solid there and they're they're actually trying to grasp something that is not solid and that they'll never be able to it's they're they're trying to um, hold on to the idea that there is no truth. Well, of course, that idea itself is nebulous. It, it's not solid. It's not something you can depend on because there's no reality. There's no objective reality in their, in their mind. If they cling, cling on to that, then there's no, um, nothing solid. We all, we all need something solid in our, in our life. <laughs> 
They're so always searching they're, and never coming to the knowledge of the truth is the way the scriptures articulated, Eldon. That's right. That's right. They're, so we've got to, you know, eventually realize that, you know what, the only thing dependable is God. Um, we've got to give him a chance at least. And uh, many people just, they've been convinced that, nope, God's the last thing they want to give a chance to. But we've got to. We've got to return to God. Amen. That's the point that we believe is the quintessential solution we make on the radio. Literally every day, six days a week. On Sunday, we go to church and take a rest. But ladies and gentlemen, this is serious indeed. There's a recently released report from um, a Planned Parenthood watchdog group. It reveals that the abortion chain Planned Parenthood and their CEOs are among the highest paid in the country's nonprofit sector. So you've got Planned Parenthood CEOs making more money than everybody else, ladies and gentlemen. A Catholic pro-life organization, America Life, um, exposes the nature of Planned Parenthood's abuses, uh, and they've basically done a research study and proven this to be the case. So why are we funding the abortion mills and Planned Parenthood when they're literally paying massive amounts of money to their CEOs? Um, why are we funding this kind of stuff still? The Republicans are in charge of the House. Therefore, they're in charge of the purse strings, Eldon. We should put a stop to this immediately. We don't need the Senate to vote or the president to vote or veto or anything else. We just simply say we're not passing that funding, pure and simple. We're not doing it. But again, Kevin and Jim and all these other guys are full of rhetoric and no reality. There's all talk and no action, sir. Yeah, uh, I mean, if somebody's going to come to me and say, hey, I'm pro-life. Well, you're against abortion, right? Oh, yeah, we're against abortion. And then they vote to fund abortion. Uh, well, we'll use other people's money, really. It's the taxpayers to force us to fund abortion, the killing of innocent life. Well, I, I, it's hard to really put much stock in their claim that they're pro-life then. <laughs> Seems to Hang be tight. pretty We'll talk uh, about it more with Elder Stall in seconds on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live on your favorite hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use, Hawk Station. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. My name is Christian Knuckles. Donald Trump is God's man. Evidence. He is being persecuted for righteousness' sake. Matthew 5.10. DeSantis is God's man fighting the beast at Disney. Walt Disney was God's man. Look how the beast swarmed to buy Disney upon Walt's death. Yeah, they turned Walt Disney Corporation into the whore of Babylon. They turn the New Jerusalem, that's America, into the mystery of Babylon, Revelations 12, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries, brought to you by confederatechurchofchrist.com, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, um, sexual transgender event at the White House, and they rejected old glory. They rejected the American flag or the United States flag, but they put up the rainbow Satanic perverted flag, Eldon Stahl. Your response? Uh, one one of many examples of where they're trying to push this down our throats. Uh, we don't need any of that, of course. Um, uh, Biden is trying to, um, you know, it's part of kind of demoralizing people to do stuff like that. Uh, to say, see, we're so powerful, we're we're going to be so in your face and uh, you know mock you from. Um, the highest levels of government, there's nothing you can do about it type of thing. Uh, so it, very much this is a psychological war. Um, and so we've, we've, got to, we've got to overcome that. We've got to make sure that hey, we know who's in charge and, and also put our foot down and say, we're not going to tolerate this. this is, uh, there, are, there is a time and place for being intolerant, and this is one of them. You're right about that, folks. And this is serious, though. When you literally take down a nation's flag, this is something really to contemplate for a second, ladies and gentlemen. And Eldon, I want your response to this. When you take down a nation's flag and or put another flag above a nation's flag, you are sending a clear message of bowing to, capitulating to, uh, paying homage to, whatever words you want to use, but you're basically subverting the United States of America to a different agenda, an ideology. A flag is, when you fly the flag, you're, you're saying we're victorious. We're conquering. We're in control. Right. We or our values are, whatever you want to say. 
And when you kowtow to the United States flag uh, that represents the 13 colonies, represents the United States of America, represents all 50 constitutional republics, uh, but that we work together uh, via contract with limited government, we the people uh, give consent. They derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. When you subvert the United States flag with all of its symbolism, with all of its understanding, with all of its historical relevance, with all of its um, – and you put the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, satanic flag that literally denies God, okay? You can't perpetuate the family with a gay, yeah. lesbian, bisexual, transgender lifestyle, ladies and gentlemen. Therefore, you literally attack the family of God. You attack the greatest nation on earth that has amounted to the most free, prosperous society that's ever known to man. When you circumvent those symbols and you subjugate those symbols to that satanic flag, you have sent a message of treason, in my humble opinion, to which I'm entitled. This president has committed treason by allowing that to occur on his watch, Eldon. Have I overstated it, do you think? Well, I suppose it depends on how you define treason, but certainly uh, this is giving aid and comfort to the enemies of freedom. Uh, the, the U.S. flag, the white, represents purity. There isn't any of that represented in the LGBTQ flag. Uh, the blue represents white, right? integrity. Right. Uh, the blood represents the sacrifice of people that have sacrificed for freedom. And, and some also felt it represented the, the blood of Christ uh, sacrificed for us. Uh, so there is some religious element to that. Um, the rainbow in the rainbow flag is kind of, you know, sticking the middle finger up to God. Where we read in Genesis that he promised never to flood the earth. And a symbol of that was... Uh, a rainbow, never to flood the earth again. Well, now they use the rainbow to say, see, you promised not to um, destroy the earth with a flood because of wickedness. So all of this basically boils down to uh, raising uh, the finger of offense to God, rebelling against God, um, and replacing that with something that is uh, totally anathema it's it's just a uh, something that's very shameful to have to let occur in our country and we should not should not tolerate that at all amen to that ladies and gentlemen this is serious and to me you know when you have the flag that has the symbolism that eldon just articulated for you you understand that the the sacrifice of jesus christ the red that symbolizes that the purity that he represented it is a Christian flag. In other words, it encapsulates all the Christian principles that made America great, that we don't look to government for solutions. We look to God. Government is an appropriate vehicle to carry out the proper role of limited government, to create a unifying uh, contract, but nothing more. And we look to God for guidance, God for morality, God for solutions. Uh, and when they put the rainbow flag above the United States flag or in place of the United States flag, what they're really saying is, pardon the French, the FU symbol to God, let's go Brandon signal to God, if you will. And the rainbow is a mockery. Okay. The rainbow is God's symbolism for peace. 
but they are taking that symbolism and declaring war on any Christians with that symbol, declaring war on our flag. The war on God, family, and country is in their symbolism, Eldon. This cannot be denied. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you look at uh, all, all of the tactics of these uh, radical homosexual activists, transgender, it is mocking, rebelling against anything that uh, has to do with God, at least the God of the Bible that you can read in the plain, you know, English of the, the Bible. Um, so with that being the case, you you know, it very much goes along with, with Marxism. Marxism, of course, elevates the state, the government, as the ultimate authority, essentially as God. And we're commanded... It, you know, in the Bible, in the um, Ten Commandments, thou shalt have no other God before me. Well, if you elevate the state as God, uh, that seems to be quite a, a contradiction, a, a rebellion against that commandment, for one. Uh, but there are many. Uh, but perverting, you, you know, to use that word in many cases in this instance, perverting uh, God's word and God's symbolism, into something that would be used against um, the, you know, the, the followers of God, those who are trying to follow him. Um, that's something that, you know, if you get, you're going to have to get off the fence. You're going to have to choose one or the other. Um, there's not going to be a middle ground here. And so uh, probably better figure it out. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. The last or I guess I should say this day's broadcast, my headline for this says, interview with Eldon Stahl, CSPOA election integrity white paper and video. And then it says, Eldon and Sam discuss several relevant topics from previous LRT shows. And the reason that I have that as the headline is, you know, these topics we discussed, but they are so critical to the preservation of the United States of America, to the land we hold dear. They're so critical to God, family, and country. They're so critical to the protection of life, liberty, and property that, you know what, I wanted Eldon to take a stab at what we've been discussing um, yesterday with Dr. Scott Bradley, earlier in the week with Lowell Nelson, uh, and other uh, guests, Richard Mack, myself, other co-hosts that have been on the program with us this week and last week, because these, these topics are so critical. When they create an automated bot, a chat, bot AI that mimics and pretends it's Jesus. When they literally have our leaders such as Joe Biden literally colluding with the enemy for filthy lucre. When they have election integrity issues that they've denied and lied about for literally years. And now we have the truth on the evidence for all the claims we've been making, setting the record straight. When we have all these different things, you start to get this picture that, folks, they're coming after the Christians. If it's Christian and godly, they will assault it. Anything perverted, they will promote it. And you and I better stand in the gap, and we better do it fast if we care about this wonderful, blessed land known as the United States of America. It's a one-of-a-kind experiment from the Founding Fathers. God bless the nation. We continue in seconds. Exposing Corruption. Informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. 
USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. There's air quality concerns across New York once again into this weekend from the Canadian wildfires. Jennifer Pulsoni reports. Governor Hochul alerting New Yorkers about the smoke drifting from the Canadian wildfires expected to be visible in the atmosphere. She says pollution levels will be acceptable and far below what was experienced last week. Mayor Adams also weighing in. So we're not stating at this time for everyone to stay inside. We're telling those at risk to pay attention. Depending on the wind speeds, forecasters note there could be a greater push of wildfire smoke into Saturday. Jennifer Pulsoni, New York. Cleanup is underway in Perryton, Texas, after a devastating tornado that killed three people on Thursday. A scorching heat wave is set to impact the southeast this weekend. The National Weather Service says record-breaking heat index temperatures are possible from Texas to Florida. President Biden spoke at the University of Hartford in Connecticut Friday on gun violence, all a part of his Safer Communities Act. But when the president closed his speech, it had a somewhat odd ending. All right. God save the queen, man. That was after wrapping up comments on his administration's efforts to combat gun violence. Conservative activists are pouncing on the statement, noting... Queen Elizabeth died last year. I'm Dave Collins. Meanwhile, President Biden's preparing for his first campaign rally since declaring his re-election bid. Biden will address Philadelphia union members Saturday afternoon, just one day after top union organizers officially endorsed him. The Justice Department is laying out systemic problems within the Minneapolis Police Department. Attorney General Merrick Garland said the department engages in a pattern or practice of excessive force and unlawfully discriminates against black and Native American people. This is USA News. I'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor, Get the Tea. Get the Tea carries all-natural, non-GMO organic teas and supplements made in the USA. Get the Tea's ingredients are the purest available. My favorite is Life Change Tea. Life Change Tea is a gentle daily cleanse containing 12 herbs that when combined really keep things moving. I drink it every day, and my energy has never been better. I'm feeling great. Life Change Tea comes in three delicious flavors, natural, peppermint, and pomegranate. It's an easy and delicious way to keep your digestion on track. And for those on the go, try D365. D365 is Life Change Tea in a capsule. Drink the tea or take D365 capsules and keep your digestion running smoothly. Go to GetTheTea.com and enter discount code USA to get 10% off any size order. That's GetTheTea.com, discount code USA for 10% off your order. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Southern Baptists are making news, to say the least. Southern Baptists had a convention and had a vote, and the Southern Baptist leaders say, No to women pastors, ladies and gentlemen. They also created an expulsion of Saddleback, quote, megachurch over the news. And they're simply saying, no, we're not going to do women pastors, ladies and gentlemen. And this is kind of an interesting twist uh, about this um, because, you know, uh, there is a difference between men and women. And that's the quintessential point they're standing on in this case. 
Um, you know, I'm not against women, but is it bigoted for these Christian leaders to say no women as pastors? Or is there acknowledgement that male and female credited them and there's two genders? There is a binary. Men are men, women are women. It's, that's all there is to it. That's scientifically and religiously backed. Um, what do you say to this one, Eldon? Well, you know, people might disagree with this, but that's okay. Because the Southern Baptists, just like many organizations, they should uh, have their right from God to uh, associate or not associate with people. Uh, what part of that would be uh, to choose who can be leaders in their organization and who cannot and how they can operate and what uh, authority they can have within the organization. Uh, you know, that's just something that's a basic freedom of, of anybody that claims to be free. Um, now, you can label them as bigoted, which just means that they're, uh, you might say, prejudiced against somebody for not a justifiable reason. And we can argue that probably until the cows come home about, uh, you know, whether it's justifiable. Uh, but it's a religious organization. It's a it's a church, and uh, there are so many let's be churches. Clear, it's a religious that and private join. organization. Right, right. So let's why why don't we allow them uh, the freedom that we should allow anybody is to associate uh, and you know choose who their leaders would be, who they'll allow to be members of any you know, private organization. And if we disagree with that, well, the solution is you can join another church. You can go to, you know, no church if you want to. You can start a church even in America, which many countries, you don't even have the ability to do that. Um, you can even create so, the GLBT church if you want to. Uh, there you go. There you can you can start. To, well, there's the Church of Elvis, I believe, still around. So whatever. Um, so, you know, why don't we just decide to be free and allow others to be free as well? Um, yeah, for example, Eldon, I've always the, tried the, to create the arm to the teeth airlines and on there you could have guns. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you could. Uh, so, you know, without getting the government involved, that people like flying on uh, airplanes that where people if people are armed to the teeth, then there's a market for it. And there you go. Uh, That's so, right. You could also call it you know, Wild Wild West Airlines if you wanted to, WW Air. <laughs> you got, yeah. You call it a lot of things, I suppose. The right? safest airline in the industry, That's baby. The, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, yeah. We basically are in a country. We've lost sight of some some very basic principles upon which our country was based. Um, you know, and the Bill of Rights is one of them. Um, one of the things that we need to revisit and understand the spirit of it and the letter of it. Um, just to just to be free. A lot of people have lost lost sight of that. Well, and sadly, I've been very critical of the Southern Baptist organizations because they've gone quite woke in recent times. They excommunicated my friend named James Edwards, 
who was a Southern Baptist. His church, his congregation, uh, was a member of the Southern Baptist uh, organization. And uh, what happened is they tried to call the pastor and say, you need to kick out James Edwards. He's a racist. And the pastor said, no, he's not. I've known him since he was born. He's a good dude. He's not a racist. We're not kicking him out. And the Southern Baptist organization, I don't know what you want to call it, but um, they um, retaliated, I guess is the best word. And they basically kicked out the whole church, the whole congregation. And James's pastor said, I'm sorry that we have to leave the Southern Baptist Convention, but I'm not willing to cave because James Edward is not a racist. I'm not willing to go down that line. It's not true. And if I'm a pastor, a leader of a congregation, I've got to embrace truth. Well, anyway, so we haven't been too favorable of the Southern Baptists. They've also done many other things that are uh-huh. quite concerning. But in this case, I've got to support their stand on this. Men are men and women are women. That's all there is to it. Okay, this is God's law, yeah. which we're not at liberty to change. This is scientifically backed by everything we know about science. There's an X gene and a Y, or I should say chromosome. There's an XX and a XY. It donates or designates difference between a male and female very scientifically clearly. It is not debatable. And uh, so I commend the Southern Baptists for standing up here. I think they have every right to stand on God's law. In fact, I think they have an obligation to do so, uh, Eldon, and so I, I commend them for this. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there are people certainly who, who disagree about, you know, who whether women should hold certain leadership roles within a within the church and things like that but uh but certainly it it is very clear in the in the bible that uh well men are men and women are women like you say so certainly the uh churches should not be embracing the transgender ideology which has really no basis whatsoever in scripture that's just invented out of out of uh whole cloth from the uh imaginations of of some academic people in my viewpoint what we need to do is stand on biblical truth we need to be consistent in our stance we need to be kind to those who are gender confused we need to be kind to those who have sexual uh in my opinion what are called deviations uh from god's norm and tradition uh those who sin is what i would call it i'm not going to back away from these uh, issues in any way but that doesn't mean that we can't be kind and gentle and respectful you know what even though i disagree with your beliefs your viewpoints your psychotic episodes and derangement on truth versus error i can still be kind and gentle and patient and treat you like a son or daughter of god you don't have any more or less rights than the rest of us Uh, but you know what for example marriage i'm not capitulating on this i know that we've caved in marriage between a man and a man and a woman and a woman has become a lot of land but to me if you marry um, that's a God-ordained creation, marriage. Male and female created them. He said they should join together and become one flesh. That means make children, ladies and gentlemen. That means multiply and replenish the earth. That can't be done in these other alternative lifestyles that betray God's morality, okay? And therefore, that's why we can't capitulate on this. That's why we need to understand the fundamental, traditional, God-ordained, time-tested family. Okay, and when we backtrack on these fundamental realities, when we betray them and pretend they don't exist, we lie to ourselves, we betray God, and we eventually will create the 
halting of the very human race, the very sons and daughters of God Almighty, um, will not perpetuate, it will not continue. Okay, that's why this is so important. And it doesn't mean women are less than men or men are less than women. That's the Hegelian dialectic divide and conquer tactic that they want to use on you. Men and women are not meant to be equal. Are they meant to have equality? Absolutely. But they're not equal. Okay? Men have certain body parts. Women have certain body parts. And they're not equal. Equal means same, identical. They should have equality before God and before government, without a doubt. But that doesn't mean equal. I say equality, but different. I should say that the two are not meant to be at opposition. The two are meant to be complementary, ladies and gentlemen. And the male and female reality is critical. It is not up for debate. I know they want you to believe that it is, and they know they want you to silence yourself and capitulate uh, so that you're not a hater, a bigot, an enemy, something of that nature. But it'll never fly for those who stand for the truth. Okay? The truth is there's a male and a female. There always has been and there always will be. This is a fundamental, eternal characteristic of mankind. Mankind means men and women. Okay? And understand that they have different stations, different responsibilities, different purposes, different natures under Almighty God. Sam and Eldon in seconds continue on your radio. Yeah, this is David in engineering. This is your wife in suburbia. Oh, hi, hon. What's up? How's the robot coming? Well, it doesn't exactly respond to requests mm. yet, but... Um... Well, I know how frustrating that can be. You do? Uh-huh. I'm still waiting for my romantic lunch date. Oh, yeah. David. Well, I must not have enough memory uh, allocated. Uh-huh. Sorry. You know, your son said mama today. Really? Uh-huh. Well, we'll have to have that sound chip changed to data. Well, you could reprogram it yourself, you know. I know. Hey, why don't we do it over lunch today? Oh, you really are brilliant. Thanks. You want me to bring the robot? David. He can order pasta in 11 languages. Only if he pays for his own lunch. Okay. Oh, don't forget to bring Chip. Uh, I still wish we hadn't named him that. Well, why? It beats general default. Oh. Family. Isn't it about time? Do you know that a baby processes information three times faster than an adult? An adult what? Engineer. Engineer. Funny, funny. <laughs> I'll see you soon. I can't wait. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Introducing Managed IT Services from NPI. We offer top-notch data backup and recovery, email spam protection, and network security tailored to your needs and budget. With 20-plus years of experience in the medical field, our HIPAA-certified consultants know what it takes to protect sensitive information. Don't settle for less. Give us a call at 801-706-6980 and experience the difference with Managed IT Services. Remember, your IT support should be fast, efficient, and reliable. Introducing PrepStartsNow.com, your ultimate guide to readiness and peace of mind. We offer practical preparedness tools, training, and education to take your family's household readiness to the next level. Browse the prep shop for essential products, check out our planning guides, and stay informed with our prep blog. Visit PrepStartsNow.com and subscribe to our emails for exclusive offers, new products, and future events. Remember, preparedness begins with PrepStartsNow.com. 
with news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Pervert. Uncle Joe Biden. Some call him president, ladies and gentlemen. Derelict is what we call him. is assaulting on our gun rights you would never believe. And we talked last week about, and we had on the radio with us, a gentleman from the Gun Owners of America organization. Gunowners.org is their website. And gun owners in the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association working together put together a letter. And it says, 2A cops, that's Second Amendment cops, 2A cops, pistol, brace, letter. Gun owners and the CSPOA put it together. And it's an open letter that we sent to Congress. And it actually did quite a bit of good. They debated it on the congressional floor. My name, Sam Bushman, is in the letter, along with Sheriff Richard Mack and a bunch of sheriffs. And we're simply telling the government, you got to stop this from Joe. He's out of control. I think Joe should be impeached over this. Nevertheless, the point that I'm getting at here is we made a lot of difference. And they absolutely are pushing back now. And our legislation to stop this abuse by Joe Biden passed the House. We hope the Senate has enough guts to stand as well. But there are standing up all across the country. Um, The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, BATF, responds in writing to a sheriff, sheriff by the name of Sheriff Walk of Wisconsin, and he has an interview um, with a guy by the name of Tom Grieve. And Tom Grieve does a great job interviewing the sheriff about it. I want to play part of this interview, then we'll talk about it as we wrap up with Eldon Stahl. Don't you wish you could actually write a letter telling the director of the ATF how crazy all this nonsense with the pistol brace rule is? Give it to your congressperson, have that congressperson give it directly into the hands of the ATF director? Well, for most of us, that's maybe fun to think about, but that's never going to happen. But most of us are not Polk County Sheriff Brent Walk, who I had the opportunity to sit down with originally as he wrote his letter and handed it off. Check out that interview linked in the description box below. And then also came in because the ATF gave him a written response and you're not gonna believe what they said. So guys, let's get into it. Sheriff Walk, thanks for coming back in here today. It's great to be back. So we're going to roll a clip in a second of you reading the letter that you sent to the ATF director. And as we understand it, you gave it to your congressperson who put it directly into the director's hands. Is that right? Right. And they gave a written reply, of course, not to you, but referencing you as a constituent back to your congressperson. And that letter uh, is a little more than a month old at this point, at least at time of uh, time of filming. But this has some pretty interesting stuff in it. And both you and I, I was excited when you when you gave me the call and said, hey, they actually responded. And you're not going to believe what it is. Check your email. And I read that and I'm just, holy smokes. So let's start off by rolling the video of you reading your very first letter to the ATF. Dear Director Dettelbach, as the elected sheriff of Polk County, Wisconsin, 
In the guardian of my citizens' constitutional rights, I am writing this letter to inform you that the recent rule change pertaining to pistol braces is government overreach. This is unconstitutional to allow my citizens for over 10 years to purchase this type of firearm, and then with the strike of your bureaucratic pen, potentially make my citizens felons. Polk County is a Second Amendment sanctuary as of May of 2020. I will not allow your tyrannical government agents to victimize my citizens. I stand ready to defend the rights of honest, law-abiding residents here in Polk County. I will take no enforcement action on this rule change or allow any federal agent to take action against my citizens. I strongly recommend you cancel this recent rule change as this is a clear violation of the Constitution. You are in violation of your oath of office and now we the people lose all trust and faith in your ability to do your job. And then you got the written response. When you got it, what did you think? Well, first off, I, I want to thank my Congressman, Tom Tiffany. Um, I had a chance to tour the border a year ago with him. He does truly care about his constituents. And um, though this is kind of interesting that it was my letter addressed to the director on my letterhead from my office, they didn't acknowledge me in a letter. They acknowledged the congressman. But through his office, he shared the letter, and that's why we're here today. So, yeah, it, it's extremely troubling to have them claim they're upholding the Constitution. And that's what they did in here. You know, they, they basically said, and it, the letter's too long to read. It's three pages. Is it okay if we link it? Absolutely. And it really is three pages of garbage. Right. It's a polished... It's bureaucrat speak is what it is. Exactly. Here's the gist to it. And we'll link it up in the description box below if you if you want to blow 10 minutes reading this. But here's the gist. Uh, basically, yeah, th thanks for writing. We appreciate the opportunity to provide a response to Sheriff Walk's concerns. Basically, as you know, the ATF is an organization that's focused on reducing violent crime. And we take the Constitution as seriously as the next guy. Um, but, hey, we have never flip-flopped on this whole pistol brace thing. They used the word. I'm not using that word. They they it's said, the and letter. I quote. All right, right you yeah. can go ahead and stop uh, the video. Let's see here. The final rule. There you have it, Eldon Stahl. Ladies and gentlemen, the BATF flip-flops, they continue in the interview. It's long and I can't cover it all. But they highlight letters from the uh, ATF literally flip-flopping on this. The BATF literally lying to the sheriff, not replying directly to the sheriff, replying to his congressman, so we're playing games here, but the sheriff boldly and standing, he writes his own letter. We at Gun Owners and the CSPA write a giant letter, very similar in nature. The sheriffs are standing up. Congressmen are standing up. We the people are standing up. The Gun Owners group is one in several states now, having judges put a stay on this. We're doing a good job, but we need the people's support, and we need it now. You become a member of Gun Owners, gunowners.org right away. I got an email from Eric Pratt, our buddy over there, uh, Larry Pratt, who we interview on this radio program all the time. His son runs the organization now. Larry retired. Uh, but all I'm telling you is great work by all of us, Eldon, but we need to crank up the pressure. It's time to quadruple down, sir. Yeah, and this is a good example of uh, what we've been pointing out for years with the John Burr Society of, of the idea of nullification. There are various forms of it, but one that was mentioned in the letter was that simply the sheriff's office is not going to assist in disarming civilians in this way that the ATF would like to. And secondly, 
uh, more, you know, confrontational, you might say, is that they will actively prevent federal officers from it, from disarming civilians. So that takes it up another notch. Uh, and this is something that we need to understand that is, uh, you know, that's a power that's well within the local governments to do. Uh, it's it's something that um, <laughs> the well what they mentioned of the letter reply reminds me of what the letter I would often get back from Orrin Hatch, former U.S. senator. He would say, "Oh yes, nobody supports U.S. sovereignty as much as I do, but I still think we should be part of the UN." <laughs> this is a great organization. <laughs> uh, that was the type of reply we'd get from him. Well, he obviously had no idea. Uh, what U.S. sovereignty meant. So it's kind of a similar thing with the ATF, it seems like. With, um, it is for sure. For the, the battle's on over your Second Amendment rights, ladies and gentlemen. And we need to be very clear. They're trying to take away your Second Amendment rights. State after state after state governors are betraying on this, on this issue. Colorado, Illinois, Washington State, to name a few, California, they are out of control. And in California now, the waxed-out Governor Newsom, ladies and gentlemen, wants a 28th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. He's trying to create a con-con. And what he wants to do is somehow make you believe that they can control your right to keep and bear arms. They can put a lot of these red flag laws in place and do all these things, but maintain your Second Amendment rights. That is an absolute lie straight from the pit of hell. Do not go for that lie. Uh, Governor Newsom, Governor Pritzker, these governors that are promoting gun control are literally criminals violating their oaths of office and they should all be impeached eldon yeah yeah i i mean really uh, you look at what he's proposing so far as um clarifying the second amendment and the, at the same time saying we're not abolishing the second amendment it would this is basically how we abolish the second amendment without abolishing the second amendment uh not to mention the dangers of have doing it through a convention process which would of course it would not be limited to just threatening the second amendment which would be bad enough it would be all kinds of things people would like uh, add to the u.s constitution and possibly ratify and make part of it so this, you got that this, right this and this a, is an epic betrayal. battle for the heart and soul of america really because the founding fathers drew the line in the sand eldon that said look We'll be peaceful, and we'll work on this very peacefully. But when you come for the guns, we've lost our ability to be peaceful now. You're forcing your our hand. We will not let you take away our guns because if yeah. you get rid of the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, we have no other rights or no ability to protect those rights, no ability to put a check on government. It's all about the appropriate checks and balances, sir. Yeah, it very much is. And uh, there's got to be a line in the sand. Uh, there's got to be a point where people say, uh, you know, you have uh, you have concerns about uh, the right of the people to keep and bear arms. Uh, that's not up for debate anymore. That was debated in 1789. So the debate is over on that. The same with the freedom of press and the freedom of speech. Uh, the ability of the people to criticize their own government or go against the official line, uh, the party line. Uh, that's not up for debate debate we settled that debate and our ability to peacefully assemble so, which is firmly under attack as well all right. five
fundamental guarantees right. in the First Amendment are literally being assaulted by the government. And so when they say that we're anti-government, I am anti-rogue government, no doubt about it. But I stand for the proper role of limited constitutional government, and I intend to peacefully restore it if at all possible. That's right. We're, we're Anybody that loves liberty should be against tyranny. Uh, so if that makes you anti-government, then, then so be it, if you want to call them that. But but it, it's just such a perversion of the term to insinuate that somebody is for anarchy, which most people, thinking people, understand that doesn't work well. There you uh, have the, it, ladies and gentlemen. Of government. A, yeah. a, a lot of weighty topics on the broadcast today, ladies and gentlemen. And Eldon Stahl, I thank you so much for your contributions, uh, for your efforts with the John Birch Society. We need to let people really know, if you want to keep up on what's happening, The New American is where you can go to get that done. TheNewAmerican.com, JBS.org to become a member and get involved with Eldon Stahl today. Thank you, my brother. Thank you so much, Sam, and hope uh, you have a great uh, Happy Father's Day. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, BrighteonRadio.com. We're all standing for God, family, and country and protecting life, liberty, and property. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.